Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Coming to you live from the Cross Country Mortgage Campus in Berea, Ohio, this is Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet, coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Here are your hosts, Bo Bishop and Nathan Zagura. All right, let's do it live on a Tuesday game week edition of Cleveland Browns Daily. I am merely Bo, the great Z broadcasting live at the Buffalo Wild Wings location in Aurora. Football season has begun. Incredible weekend in college football. Buffalo Wild Wings is your best place to catch all the action. Over 20 locations in Northeast Ohio. You can have your favorite wings, your favorite beer, all while watching your favorite teams. Find your closest B-Dubs location at buffalowildwings.com. One of the things that that you and I lament oftentimes – um, is this notion that everybody is out to get Cleveland, the Cleveland against the world mentality. I, I don't necessarily think it's always the case. It might be this year. I think um, it is this year. I, I, as, a, as an operation goes and as a don't believe in us goes, I don't know that any team as talented as this one is facing the naysayers the way this one is. There is It's prediction time. This is when you make your picks. Who's a playoff team? Who's not? Who's going to win the division? Who's not? Nothing. Zip. Zilch. Nada. Nothing. It is, it's kind of incredible. And you look at some of the teams, and we'll get to it a little bit later on, the specifics of where people have this Cleveland Browns football team ranked relative to others. When you think of the quality of the roster, it's kind of overwhelming. In fact, the only person that I've heard, and I don't know if you guys saw this clip, say something positive about the Browns in this roster was Bucky Brooks. Bucky Brooks said that you guys are all kidding yourselves. This is Probably the best roster in the AFC North and one of the top four rosters in the NFL. Yeah. This team is going to be a team of consequence. And I think right now, you know, there are a lot of people that are down on the Browns, I guess, for a variety of reasons. Our past, you know, failures, I would think, certainly would be chief among them to discuss our team and the quarterback situation. But uh, this is a very talented football team. And, you know, people, I'm sure you got this over the weekend. Okay, all right, what's, what's the real deal? I said, look. Oh, constantly. I said, I've never been more excited and also more nervous for a season. And the reason I say that is this. This team has it all. There are no excuses. We've talked about that. This team's got everything it needs on its roster. It has the coaching staff in place. It has all of that. But this is also a season of great consequence. This is a season where the outcomes will matter in a bigger way than perhaps at any time in recent Cleveland Browns memory. And so there is a lot at stake here. There is so much to gain and also so much to lose. And this team, I think outside is flying under the radar, but I think inside knows exactly who they are. Because we kick off a game week, and we're going to have a game on Sunday, and you're going to get no bigger test than what you're going to get right out of the gates against Cincinnati. Um, now, we'll see what's going to go on with Burrow and what his I – mean, he's going to play. He's going to play. Like, he, hasn't, he hasn't done a whole lot over the course of the last week. Um, but I do think that 
you know, what you hit on there when you when you were talking about internally the way that we're viewed. I got to tell you, man, like this is without question. I, I like to use the word nervous because I think that that's that's kind of where I am too. Like it's it's like we all understand the pressure, and yes. this is the most pressure packed season yes. um, that that I've been around. And, and first year that you and I did this show together it was 2018, so um, we've been doing it for a little while now. And this is w- without question. Now we even the year people will say, well, what about the year that you had Odell and Jarvis? You're on the cover of Sports Illustrated and all that stuff. Yeah, but that almost felt like at the time, if you go back to that moment, it felt like it was the beginning of something. Correct. Not not that it was going to all product. go off the off the rails. Like this roster is a finished product roster. To steal your phrase, that's what this is. This is a ready-made, go-win-it roster. Um, it's the best roster they've had around here since, good grief, the late '80s, and maybe that's not even doing it fully justice. So I mean, yeah. that's the type of roster it is. There aren't any holes on it, to your point. And so with that comes pressure. And how are you going to respond to that pressure? And I, I think a lot of people are banking their their opinions on what this team will be on what Deshaun Watson was in the last six games of last which year, so t- which so is strange. so hard for me to understand. He's he he's, he has not football in the last two years. That part's true. He's not 37. He's no. not coming off a catastrophic injury. He was a top five, folks, not top ten. He was a top five quarterback the last time he played a full season. Yes. Um, and I think you're going to get a lot closer to that than what you did, what you saw in the last six games of last year. I agree with you. I also think it's interesting when everybody keeps talking about, you know, last year and the six games. Nobody talks about the fact that he finished in his final three halves of football, so his final six quarters it's with pretty five unique, and I'm sure it's unique for them as well in receptions. So, good. all right, good. But Fair in, enough. in the yeah. final six quarters, five touchdown passes, two interceptions, that's a sustainable ratio, two and a half to one. I mean, he's been better that in his career. Yeah. He's been almost, you know, three to one, uh, close to even four to one in certain seasons. But I think it is highly more likely you get that version of him. And then you think about the talent on offense, the talent on this line. Your line's got two guys that are pro bowlers perennially. You have another guy who's been a two-time first-team all-pro at right tackle. You've got the best running back in the NFL. You've got a receiving core that has, you know, Amari Cooper's got six 1,000-yard seasons and is a multiple-time pro bowler. We feel very good about Elijah Warren that we got somebody who's on the ascent. Donovan Peoples-Jones has only gotten better every year. Marquise Goodwin is healthy. And then you flip it around the defense. I mean, along with Dalvin Tomlinson, you've remade this defense, the addition yeah. of Jim Schwartz. Like we said, it's all there. What's interesting is that there isn't anybody, when you ever see a roster ranking, Nobody ranks our roster ever outside of the top ten. No. Ever. No. Huh. In no. that ranking. But then in a power ranking, all of a sudden we're in the 20s. So then what that speaks to then is that you do not believe in the intangibles. You don't believe in the quarterback. You don't believe in the coaching. You don't believe because, in anything. If right, think, because it's not the, the roster on its own ought to, ought to be where, where the roster typically is. It's the other parts of it uh, that are a little bit tricky. It's enough to suggest, okay, it's enough to suggest that, well, I don't know if Deshaun Watson's going to be elite again, but the, like, the way that people are ranking our team relative to the strength of our overall roster would suggest that they think that Deshaun Watson is like the worst quarterback in the NFL. Bottom third, yeah. Bottom, even less, bottom, worse than bottom, that, bottom yeah, quartile. Bottom, bottom, yeah. I mean, that he would fourth. be, his presence alone is what's going to drop the rest worse. of our roster 12 spots. Right. In actual power rankings versus roster rankings. I mean, yeah. look, we've seen it. We know that's not going to happen. We saw it in the preseason in very limited action. But 
looked sharp. He's, clearly, he's fast. The ball's coming out very nicely. The throw of the Chief, the touchdown against Kansas City was an absolute dime. The ball to DPJ was a dime. The play out of structure to Amari. So you saw a little bit of everything. And then this has a chance, I think, to be one of the best defenses in the NFL. Obviously, we have the question going for this first game about Denzel Ward. But I'll tell you what, internally, they're very confident in Cam Mitchell if he has to step in and play the slot. We also have yeah. the ability to go with the three safeties. And then you have McLeod, Delpin, and Thornhill out there. So this is – the roster is all there. I can't wait for the games, but it is. It's like I'm very excited, but I also am – and I have 100% belief that this is a playoff football team. I don't think that there's anything less than that that's even remotely feasible or certainly not acceptable. Yeah. And so now they've got to go do it, and it starts out very difficultly. It's funny, like, I was watching a clip today with uh, Bill Simmons and the Cuz. Like, he's, he's putting money on the Steelers to be the one seed in the AFC. Like, yeah, the Steelers <laughs> haven't that. played yeah. a game. And before the preseason, they were kind of consensus the fourth team in our division. Yep. And because Kenny Pickett had a nice preseason, all of a sudden they're the best team in our division? It just so that one I think is more like just a the reputation, right? Like they've been one of the class organizations and winning organizations the last couple of decades, and it's something that we aspire to be. And I think that's it brings back to that question of pressure, in that we have to go do it. That's it. I mean, we, yes. we just have to go do it. Go that, do that's it. where we're at, and that's where all of that stuff kind of starts to manifest because it's just like, well, they'll find a way to screw this thing up. And the reality is. That, that there aren't that many ways based on where this roster is. If this roster and this coaching staff, if this was all of a sudden, take everything, and we were called Flip the San Francisco 49ers, yeah. we're top eight in every power ranking. Yes, I agree. Yeah, The reputation precedes you in this, in this instance. So you got to go do it, and that's go why I that's say. That's where the pressure comes from and the nervousness. Of course, yeah. yes, because this is a season where the Browns, I think, have a chance to completely change the narrative about this organization team and what it means, what it is, where it's going, that it's a team of consequence, that it's a team that can compete for Super Bowls because it's all there. And so that's where, it's your point, that's where the pressure comes from because if you fall short this year, then it feels like I don't even know where we go. This team yeah, is too a, good yeah. – to fail, and so they've got to go out there, and they've got to do it. They do, and cheer on your Browns defense every week to win sacks for apps. If a Brown player gets two or more sacks in a game, you win a free appetizer at participating Buffalo Wild Wings with a $20 food purchase. Uh, all right, let's get into the hot topics. Of course, as I mentioned, we are live here at Buffalo Wild Wings in Aurora. We have signed A.J. Green to the practice squad, filling the practice squad at yeah. 16 players. Which is great. It's great. They were Sure, he was gone. Yeah. And I think the Browns got feel very fortunate that he's back. I don't know, Gibby, I don't know how you edited the beginning of Friday, but we had, we had alluded to it. You didn't. <laughs> so I alluded. I said, hopefully by the time this airs, A.J. Green's back on the Browns on yeah. the Gray squad. And sure enough. Sure enough. Sure enough, he was. He was. I, I tweeted a little bit. There, there was there, – I did a little massaging a little, of, right, the, of the clip. Job. But, uh, yeah, I, when we recorded that, I was a little nervous. <laughs> Denzel Ward still not practicing, but we're off today, so we'll get back at it tomorrow. Uh, Denzel still not practicing. He is in concussion protocol, remains there. Dustin Hopkins was absent from yesterday's practice as well, the kicker. Yeah, I have the same look as you do. I don't – my the only thing I can think of, and give I don't know if you heard anything more from an official standpoint about it. Uh, this is my guess. Yeah. 
he probably in pretty short order had to like get everything together, get his family out here or, and figure that out. So maybe that took it a, also could have been longer. something that was pre-planned prior well, to totally, you know, yeah. at the previous location. And well, he was, he was, he was in, in LA. LA. So like right. you could have been, you could have had something that was locked in that sure. you made plans for and no one cared. Make the kicks, Make the kicks on Sunday. Yeah. Coach said he wasn't sick. Yeah. He'll be back. He said it was probably an excused absence. Tomorrow, AKA today. And I'm like, Oh, no, he means Wednesday. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it, I, yeah. Or make, he could have been make back the kicks and on could have come in and yeah, to make your kicks on set. That, that's it. That's it for that position. That is n- nothing else. Doesn't matter. Nothing else matters. Uh, we will have the CBS number two team on the call. So that's Ian Eagle. That's Charles Davis. That's Evan Wash. But that's a great group. Yep. Um, you guys obviously on the radio side of things, which is as good as it gets, but that'll be your, your TV side. So this is CBS's second biggest game of the week. Do they have the doubleheader this week? I think it might be a doubleheader on both. Oh, they double-double? <laughs> it's all new this year. I, I mean, I know that for sure, and we saw that over the weekend in the college football as well, whether you were looking at places you weren't, ex- weren't used to looking for for certain games. Correct. So CBS has, at, I'm guessing, Eagles-Patriots. Yeah, that'll be. That's they also it. have Dolphins-Chargers and Raiders-Broncos. Well, I'd rather do – I mean, I think it would be Dolphins – the uh, or I'm sorry, the Charger. Who is who are the Dolphins Chargers? Chargers? That would be that's my, the best game. But in, in I bet you they go sense, Eagles. And, that would be the best. They'll go Romo Eagles. Patriots and Nance will be at Philly and New England. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Um, off day today. Back at it tomorrow. Um, did you guys have a nice weekend? It's great. Great. Got up to the lake house. Did some tubing, which is the most fun you can have. And it was uh, it was awesome. It was great. It was. Uh, yeah, how about you? We had uh, I had football all day. I had youth football on Saturday and then um, watched as, as much of the college football as you could take in. There was a lot of it. Um, obviously, I mean, the story around here that people care about most, obviously, is the Buckeyes. I, I wouldn't read too much into the way that they played. I think it was, you know, road game, kind of a sterile environment. There were tens of thousands of empty seats. It was really, really hot. Um, I think Ryan Day probably wasn't as truthful as he <laughs> perhaps could have been about the quarterback situation. Very clear he has a starting quarterback and a backup, and he kind of spun it like he had two. Um, and that's probably a little bit of gamesmanship. There's a guy on the Indiana staff who's a co-defensive coordinator who last year was on Ohio State staff, so it's possible he wanted him to prepare for both. But it's, I think it's pretty clear that they have a quarterback in Kyle McCord. He said as much. He had his availability today that Kyle will start again this week. The story of the weekend was Colorado football. I mean, that was oh, the man. whole operation is um, – Deion Sanders went to a place where it's pretty tough to recruit and they don't have a ton of money. It's a picturesque campus, gorgeous. They got a nice brand and he brought in 60 new players and they went and whipped the team who finished second last year in their own backyard. And his kid was unbelievable. His kid was 21 at 21 on throws of 10 yards or less. He threw for under 500 yards in the game. Travis Hunter. A record. Yeah. Travis Hunter, the former five-star recruit who Deion flipped from Florida State to Jackson State. Um, he played 80 snaps of defense and had another hundred and an interception, then another 113 yards receiving yeah. and a touchdown. Yeah, I mean, this thing. This isn't like Charles Woodson. This isn't. This is it's like, like Otani. It's Otani. It's Otani stuff. It's Otani stuff. Like it's. That's what the people you, you are talking can't, about. No one does that. And then you. No. He got to like dance. And it was like on, 100 degrees. It was 100 degrees. And like. Prime got to like dance on the doubters' graves. Oh my goodness! I mean, it was his crazy. Boy, in the his, po- yeah. his post game was <laughs> unreal. Yeah, uh, that was kind of the story of the whole weekend. Is like you're not supposed to do that. You're not supposed to be able to take. And just for people's perspective who aren't watching Colorado football, I don't blame you. It's been dreadful. They were the worst Power Five team in the country last year. One game. One they game. Won they one won one and eleven, year. and they were an well, embarrassment. 
They got drilled week in and week out, and he just beat the national runner-up in their own backyard in an offseason. And the sto- did you see the story that he had taken his son to TCU yeah. to try to get him an opportunity, and they just, like, ignored him? Well, and true, and, and Dion wanted to coach TCU. Yeah. The TCU job has been open, and he wanted that job because he lived in Dallas, yeah. and he wanted that job, and they said no. So he went in there with Colorado and beat him. Pretty good. See him going after Ed Werder? Well, he's, Do you yeah. believe now? Yeah. Do you believe now? He's, he's believe changed in what? how NIL can work. It, it's For now sure. like, well, I'm just going to rebuild the team via free agency. Well, the athletic director at Colorado had a lot to do with that, too, because when they hired him, they said, can you afford this contract? And the athletic director said, we can't now, but we will. Like, they didn't even have the money to pay him when they signed him. And now now they're like one of the number one merch things in all of sports oh, yeah. over the course of what's happened over the last weekend. So those are the hot topics of the day presented by Vivid Seats. Head to Vivid Seats to purchase the brand-new premium terrace experience where your tickets come with a pregame field pass, parking, all-inclusive food and beverage, and lastly, a $50 Browns shop gift card. Visit VividSeats.com or download the app today, Vivid Seats. The official Cleveland Browns, a little bit of a power rankings. We'll let Browns will finish this year. Paul DePodesta will join us at the bottom of the hour. We're off and running at Buffalo Wild Wings out in Aurora. Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by Bally Bet. Sports betting partner, your Cleveland Browns now live in Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland.